0: you're listening to how they did it and why will we learn from the experiences of others okay guys so some pretty interesting stuff today um there is actually a new technique for lie detecting and for me this is pretty interesting because I've always been interested in the neurosciences and everything. So basically, this is part of a new generation of cognitive-based lie detection methods. And with all the corruption going on, you know, right now with officials and things like that, hopefully they can roll this out pretty quick, but I'm just being silly. But anyway, so this new AIM technique is almost 40% more accurate than most common lie detection methods that we have right now. And I stumbled across this information on neuroscience.com. Okay. And I want to go ahead and share this information with you a little bit more. So as you know, you know, most people occasionally lie, but you know, in the situations where maybe it's like a murder case or something like that, it becomes imperative to know who is telling the truth and who isn't. You know, um, anything serious or of a criminal nature, you know, this is technology that is definitely something that I think is helpful. So, um, unfortunately, though, it is difficult to detect lies accurately. Lie detectors such as polygraphs which work by measuring the level of anxiety in a subject while they answer questions are considered theoretically weak um, and not really reliable. This is because, you know, anybody who has been questioned, you know, can be nervous just because they're being questioned, not necessarily because they're guilty. You could be uh, nervous just because you're standing up there speaking in front of a bunch of people. So it becomes a little bit tricky. The only thing a traditional polygraph really tells you is like, okay, is the person nervous right now or not while they're answering these questions? For the most part, um, there's other things that they can do a little bit more in depth. um, But yeah, so... Basically, um, they've developed this new approach to um, spe- spotlighters based on interviewing techniques and psychological manipulation. And these results have been published in the Journal of Applied Research in Memory and Cognition. And the technique is part of, a, again, this new generation of cognitive-based lie detection methods. And it basically approaches Um, the proselyte that mental and strategic processes adopted by truth tellers during interviews significantly uh, differ from those of liars. And by spotting those techniques, these differences can be amplified um, and detected, okay? And so one such approach is this asymmetric information management technique, AIM, and um, it's designed to provide suspects with clear means to demonstrate their innocence or guilt to investigators by providing detailed information. Small details are the lifeblood of of forensic investigations and can provide investigators um, with facts. And those facts, you know, if they're checked out and can be vetted, you know, then it's really kind of shows, okay, who's telling the truth and who isn't. So essentially this AIM method involves informing suspects of certain facts and um, making it clear to the interviewee that if they provide longer, more detailed statements about the event, then the investigator will be better able to detect if they're telling the truth or lying, okay? So for truth tellers, this is good news. For liars, this isn't good news. So, it's almost kind of like a common sense cognitive method. I guess maybe not so much common sense, but it's just a way to kind of like dive into a person's thought process and kind of force them to reveal um, some things. And then, of course, they have um, some machines that go along with it to measure the responses to this particular type of interviewing. So um, let me just read a little bit further, though. It says, in contrast, liars wish to conceal their guilt. So this means that they're more likely to strategically withhold information in response to the AIM instructions. Their Their totally correct assumption here is that providing more information will make it easier for the investigator to detect their lie. So instead, they provide less information. And for me, that's something whenever someone's holding their mouth, whenever someone doesn't have a lot to say, that's because they don't want the truth to get out. So I'm always kind of leery of people who kind of don't divulge a lot of information. I mean, people who kind of share a lot, you know, we call them blabber mouths or they're boisterous or whatever, but you always know where you stand with a person who kind of is more vocal, who talks more and maybe even kind of says the First thing that comes to mind, versus with someone who's a little bit more, you know, sneaky, they're quiet, they only just answer your question, they don't say anything else when you're questioning them about something. That to me is always an indication that more than likely that they're lying. So it's kind of interesting to see that this is something that is being employed, you know, in a professional level now. So um, again, this asymmetry, asymmetry is a response from liars and truth-tellers, from which the AIM technique derives its name, suggests so two conclusions. When using AIM instructions, if the investigator is presented with a potential suspect who is providing lots of detailed information, they are likely to be telling the truth. In contrast, if a potential suspect is lying, then the investigator would typically be presented with shorter statements, okay? So they go on into the experiment about this. So for this study, they recruited 104 people who were sent on two covert missions to two different locations in a university to retrieve and or deposit deposit intelligence material. So all the interviewees were then told that there had been a data breach in their absence and they were therefore a suspect and faced an interview with an independent analysis. analyst. excuse me, half were told to tell the truth about their mission, to convince the interviewer of their innocence. And the other half were told that they could not disclose any information about their mission and that they should come up with a cover story about where they had been and the time and place of the breach to convince the analyst of their innocence. So they were interviewed, the AIM technique was used in half of the cases, and they found that this AIM technique was easier for the end viewer to spot liars. And in fact, the lie detection accuracy rates increased from 48% to 81%. So again, this in conjunction with you know the um, lie detector tests and other things that intelligence agents have that monitor, you know, a person's heart rate and monitor all these other things that, you know, kind of say if you're lying or not used with this technique is proving to be highly effective. And I'm always, you know, a person that's like, look, there's nothing, you know, sometimes when you get a gut feeling, there's really nothing that can tell you that that is not something that's happening. You know, if you feel like someone is lying to you, chances are they probably are. So if the facts don't line up, if the story ain't straight, this is just all things to consider. But i want to start kind of employing this technique myself a little bit and just kind of seeing, you know, when I need to get information out of someone, maybe it's like a kid and you want to know, like, are you telling the truth about this? Did you actually take a cookie when you weren't supposed to? Stepping back and instead of like asking them a bunch of questions, just kind of seeing what they do, seeing what they say, you know, and maybe setting up a series of questions and seeing how they respond to those and and how much information, because that's really the, the key of this is, you know, when you are telling a lie, you tend to say less information. When you're telling the truth, you tend to say more information. So really just, I think that this is something that can kind of help us out from like a human like, relations standpoint, or like, just, you know, relationships, you know, friend to friend, um, spouse to spouse, sibling to sibling, whatever, you know what I mean? So, and again, I mean, we definitely don't want to be like, manipulative or anything like that. But this is definitely something that we can employ if we feel that something weird or shady is going on, or we really need to get to the bottom of something. So, for the most part, we should probably leave some of these techniques up to the professionals. But there's one other thing that I want to point out here. Uh, research is also exploring methods for enhancing the AM AIM technique using cues, which may support truth tellers to provide even more information. Recalling information can be difficult, and truth tellers often struggle with their recall. That's something that has really been found to be true with like crime investigations and things like that. So, memory tools known as mnemonics, okay, may be able to enhance this process. For example, if a witness of a robbery has robbed, uh, uh, if a witness of a robbery has provided an initial statement and cannot recall additional information, investigators could use change perspective mnemonic, asking the witnesses to think about the events from the perspective of someone else. What would a police officer have seen if they were there? This can elicit new previously unreported information from memory. If this is the case, our new technique could become even more accurate at being able to detect verbal differences between truth tellers and liars, okay? So um, again, I would basically just kind of encourage you to go ahead and do a little bit further Research on this. If this is a topic that is interesting from you for you, um, you can actually go to the osfi.io website, and um, that talks a little bit from this organization that is actually developing this technique. Okay, and they have published some articles and got lots of recent activity on um, these research stir on these research excuse me, research studies, and they even share some analytics and things like that as well. So I would definitely recommend checking this out if this topic is something that is interesting to you. I am getting a lot of really, really good feedback on my YouTube page and uh, my podcast episodes as well. So again, thank you so much. And I hope that you found this information to be interesting. Have a great day and we'll see you in the next episode.